You are listening to Grand Fresh, a podcast made just for you. Remember to always stay fresh and current, or else. It's Krent Fresh, and I'm doing my Krent best. Welcome to yet another episode chock full of fresh materials. My name is Ian Sheriff, and I'm feeling extreme to the max, full of energy, brimming. Fred, what is the most extreme thing you've ever done? Um, uh, let's see. I jumped into a, like, a crevice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the crevice? Um... No, I'm kidding. I jumped. O- I tried to jump over a fence while playing soccer, and I ripped my shorts on the fence, and I ended up hanging upside down from the fence oh, like on my shorts. Yeah, okay. it was actually a cartoon. Was it a picket fence, or was it like a wrought iron? It was iron? like a wrought iron like, like boundary fence on a soccer field. Oh, so. shit. <laughs> that is pretty extreme. Wedgies exist. And now we got someone else... Oh, so clean, so so smooth. <laughs> yeah, just straight off this hot transition. It's me, Alex. Are you What's an extreme up? guy? Um, I'm gonna counter that with saying the most moderate thing I've ever done, which uh, the most medium thing. Yeah, I uh, I didn't get a coffee to show up on work on time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, not interested. I, I know we got an extreme guy over here. Who's this? Oh, it's me. It's me. It's Hanko. Oh, yes. Um, I, uh, I've done many <laughs> extreme things. Uh, I remember one time uh, I, I did a cartwheel, which is very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, you could have died. <laughs> all it could have gone awful. All it takes is like one bad hand plant and your neck just snaps <laughs> like a twig. As long as your arms don't collapse on themselves, you're fine. Yep. Just lifeless, laying there. <laughs> I hate it when my limbs collapse. <laughs> I have a, a little related to limbs in a way. I got a little new friends for us. That's the segment where we look at like little people interest stories. You know, fun stuff from the news. all kinds of people. Little stories about people. Yeah. So this one comes from Tokyo, or uh, little uh, fur babies, maybe not necessarily people. Although some people seem to think that having a dog is like owning a person, which I think is just horrible. Yes. So uh, this is from Tokyo, and this comes from Reuters. So Osaka's Itami Airport is setting up a toilet area for traveling dogs, complete with a pole for them to cock a leg on. Uh, Oh, I see what she did there. So really not much to this story. It's only like four lines, but what I thought was interesting is uh, prior to this, uh, service dogs were permitted to use the disabled accessible toilets in the terminal instead. Huh. So, what do you think about this new doggy bathroom? Do you think it's deserved? Do you think these doggies are really... Do 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 they they use it by themselves? Are they trained to use it? I mean, are dogs trained to use a fire hydrant? I mean, they kind of just like look at it and it's like, oh, I must must urinate on that. Well, is this like... It's like an innate desire. Do they talk about, like, is this in response to some big controversy? Like, you gotta get the shit out of here. There's well, always dog shit. It's uh, designed to encourage dogs to relieve themselves before boarding domestic flights. So I think these doggies are getting a little uh, 
wet and wild. Oh yeah, they get the a little plane. having a good time on oh, these flights. No. They they need to nip the uh, problem of the source. They need to put the fire hydrants on the planes. Oh yeah. So then the dogs can just go there. You it's know, it's easy. not it's not that heavy, right? Yeah, you could put like over the airplane toilet. You could definitely stick a little fire hydrant. You know. Just put like one on each wing. Yeah, Rovers <laughs> Rovers needs to join the Mile High Piss Club. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and uh, the toilet is in a fenced off area outside the terminal, and it also has a shower, water bowls, and the peephole. Do you think like other people can use the shower? Like, is it just like only for pets? Oh, it's, like a, it's like a human-sized shower for you, and then like a toilet for your dog. <laughs> yeah, somebody in the dog shower. They're like, I didn't know they had these on flights. Now it's great. Uh, apparently, the pee pole will flush, and I don't really know how that's gonna work. How could that even like? There's so no... wait, the pee pole on the front of the bathroom door. You don't have any idea what we're talking about. The the pee pole. Yeah, so let me show you a picture. Oh, on the... No, a pee pole. It's a, oh. it's a pole for peeing. Wait, no, it's a bowl for peeing. No, <laughs> yeah, no, the bowl's bowl. not for peeing, although the bowl is too close to the pole. <laughs> the pole bowl? <laughs> I don't like this. It's too. There's too much room for confusion. Yeah, the pee dog... on the pole, pee on the bowl? Like, which is that? <laughs> like, no, 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 Rover, I told you to pee in the bowl, not the pole. <laughs> Yeah, so that's all I got for that. That's kind of an easy one. Well, so coincidentally, we I am also have a new friend in, uh, uh, not Tokyo, but uh, Nagasaki. Oh, Konnichiwa. Yes. Uh, a male fisherman drowned a wild boar after the animal emerged oh. from the sea in Nagasaki City on Monday and oh, attacked my. him, the police said, according to reports from TBS News. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> At around 4.30 p.m., the boar, measuring about one meter in length, came out of the water at the angler, aged in his 50s, and was fishing in a rocky area in Koemachi. After the boar bit him on the buttocks and the left foot, the fisherman pushed the animal's head underwater and then drowned him. Now, was were these boars, I don't know, uh, itching their noses? So, um, I, I think, think there was only just... one boar. I think it's a singular, not the uh, 30 to 40 that you're imagining. <laughs> It's it's truly the next uh, battle in the Boar Wars. Did it have a white yeah. substance uh, around uh, its face that that wasn't washed off oh, by the seawater? Oh, you mean like some uh, some nose clams? Yeah, yeah. Because we, uh, you know, we, there were sightings of the uh, cocaine boar. You know, oh. it, and it was on the same uh, Eurasian uh, subcontinent. You know, it's like the Navy SEALs of like the boar. Like it's like a very elite boar. It's like the water boar. Do you think pigs are uh, more adept at doing cocaine than most animals because of that large schnoz? <laughs> yeah, I definitely expedites it. I'm just imagining like yeah, you get more surface area. A pig like making a line of cocaine in like a trough, like a like a feeding trough, and then he's like filling the entire trough. Just walks down the line, <laughs> you know, like it's his job. Yeah, like it's his job to do cocaine. It's just, it's just, <laughs> just pigs being cokeheads. <laughs> Where do you grab a pig to, like, drown it? Probably like, by its tusks, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so wild. I mean, it already pigs attacked him in the tusks. buttocks. Boars have tusks. Yeah. Like, you basically could have just, like, sat on it. Feasibly. Oh, this was just a pig? Well, no, it's it a, a wild boar. boar. This is a boar, so it it's does a meter. have tusks. Oh, yeah. like, I don't, like, I'm pretty sure a meter for a pig is quite large, isn't it? Attack a meter is pretty, uh, bonus it's pretty metered. <laughs> Giant enemy <laughs> boar emerges from the sea. 
Actually, it was a kaiju. It actually rose from the water <laughs> and uh, attacked this man. Our pollution made it weaker, though, to just turn into, like, a regular boar. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it did. <laughs> you got anything for us, Alex? Yeah, so I've got something from my favorite country here. You know, it's been an honor to be our England correspondent. <laughs> oh, yeah, very fancy. Uh, your teeth are very yellow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, this is from the English county of surrey oh say say no more surrey surrey uh, th- this is the theme i want you here uh here to notice so are these guys guilty of puns against humanity you're, uh, the, you're the judges this is, is this is new friends court oh okay. puns against humanity oh, okay. friend several images of wanted suspects have been created on pancakes by a police force which is asking the public for help to whisk them away Oh, on Shrove Tuesday, which I mean, you don't whisk a cooked pancake. I will. Um, I want to take a point away for that. That's so, bullshit. Surrey police has posted digitally enhanced photos on social media of people that they need to catch. In a tweet, they said, "We've asked crepe artist Philippe Dupin to help us locate some of our most wanted." Through the medium of pancake art. So that's literally like <laughs> Philip the Bread, I think, in French. It's the bread man, the su- like the superhero. Does he live he on Drury? He delivers the bread. Does he live on Drury Lane? <laughs> is he made of bread? This is one of the Muffin Man's associates. Yeah. Part of the Muffin Man crime bread empire. Man. Does he eat bread? Does no, he, eat he makes a crepe. He's a crepe no, artist. No, he gives the bread. <laughs> the bread giver. No, the bread crepe taker. artist Philip Dupin. One of them in the force added the pun. We would like to establish if he is a crepetomaniac. Butum Tish. And he put that oh, in Oh, he wrote Butum Tish. Oh, tish. How did he spell it? it? Okay. This matters. Uh, what are your bets? How do they spell it? If it's B-U-D-U-M, I'm going to be really upset. But It's supposed to be B-A-D-U-M. T I S S. No, no, B A H. Badum tis. B A H. This is season here. T I S S. So you're saying badum. Badum tis. Badum tis. You, I hate when I have badum tis. They gave me the bottom tis. Um, B A D O O M. What doom? What? Badum tish. T I S C H. Oh, Badoom Tish? That's like a a Lost Jedi from the prequels. It's like Badoom Tish. (laughs) He's like Master Tish. Fred, Uh, you know a lot about the prequels. Like, where do you think this character would fit in? Tell me about Master Tish. Badoom Tish. He was... He partnered Top Tish. (laughs) He's a Twi'lek. He has, like, those tentacle things coming off his head. And uh, he, <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> totally does. Turn. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. He's got twice as many tentacles. <laughs> you know, Davy Jones from. Uh... <laughs> He's like Davy Jones. He oh yeah yeah and so he. Was like he's like the opposite of Anakin, where he was the oldest to make the Jedi Council ever. <laughs> oh shit, man! I didn't know he was such a key player. Just took well, no, it's just like it took him that long. Okay. He oh. was straggling behind. Like, you, can, you can do it, bottom. <laughs> You'll always be at the bottom of the tish. I have the high ground. <laughs> I'm the above tish. <laughs> Several users have responded with their own puns. With one posting, I take it he stole some dough? 
Well, another tweeted, don't pancake. We're on to it. Wait, uh, wait. wait I, <clears throat> I, is there a... Okay. I don't get that. I, is this like I'm not even a joke? I know there's a joke about England where they say like, oh, do you have a license for that? And it's like, do you have a license for puns? Because they should actually give those out over there. If this is the, the state of puns <laughs> in the, the UK, they need to like really crack down on this stuff. Okay. Oh, so, cracking. So we, I got two more, I promise. So one person wrote, I hope you managed to crepe up on them and apprehend them safely. Okay. And this one, I'm going to defend one right here. Um. Wait, never mind. I'm not going to defend this one. Okay. Um. And then, uh, one Surrey police officer said, "Thank you. We'll try to be surreptitious," which doesn't I, even use the word right. I like that one though. I like that one. What they're going to try to be convenient? Come on, man. That's not even a what what. They're just like fuck it. This is just like a waste of so much money and so much time. Of just everybody. If you read it, it's wasted your time. If you've made the pancake, you've wasted your time. Okay, so let me show you the uncanny pancake art. So if you want to find this image, just, you know, type in Sky News Pancake. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, look look how good this, this oh, pancake wow. art is. That I is know amazing. it's probably just like some digital image superimposed on it. Yeah. But like, imagine if it really is like a portrait though. That, like, that, like no, sitting. that's totally right. There's no way they could produce a crepe with that resolution. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. With that level and of shading. I, the other one, in my opinion, is even more uncanny. This is the one at the top of the article. Oh, like, yeah. They they did like those that how they put it on cakes. They put like a, a sheet. Of you know what would have been funnier? Just, like, if they just printed their faces on toast and then toasted it and they just wrote your toast, <laughs> that would be like way that's way the, better. That's it. That's the post. That's the toast been post. Their face on one side and your toast on the other. Yeah, or like you butter me up, and then it's like a like a fun Valentine. Um. This, well, it looks like this segment is toast. But do you have anything to boast? Uh, not me, but I know of an unnamed mystery miner that can boast about something. Yosemite Sam. <laughs> uh, tw- because. Twitter verified a fake congressional candidate created by a teenager. Oh, no. Sorry, Mike Ravel. <laughs> Twitter is, like, so reliable and, like, oh, no. <laughs> Twitter, just the facts. That's what they say. So it's Andrew Walls is the is the Republican <laughs> running Andrew for Back Congress <laughs> in Rhode Island's first congressional district. Let's make change in Washington together. Wall gang, wall gang, wall gang. <laughs> Wait, how did he come up with that? That, so, act, that slogan. Let's make Washington change again. <laughs> let's make the change of our future become the past of our present. Let's make it a present to the future. Math. <laughs> so first he submitted his... He made the page in like five minutes. So he submitted it to a website called Ballotpedia. Uh, and they were just basically like, all right, you know, we'll accept you because they're, they're linked with Twitter. We'll accept you if you put a, a header statement so he just created this somewhat realistic <laughs> header. So yeah, after he gave that header statement, Twitter basically just said, "Yeah, here's your here's your blue check. Here it you is. go." Sand is the first coarse. person who reached out to again. Oh my god, the first person who reached out to Twitter received uh, a notice saying that the. They'll do better. They'll do better with the verification processes. And the account immediately got deleted. 
We're sorry. <laughs> oh, we didn't oh, know. Did oh, we, did something bad happen? Did we oh, do that? No. Was that our fault? Uh-oh. Oh. No. Yeah, it doesn't hurt their bottom line. They're not going to be doing nothing about it. Yeah. I guess the good part is that it actually took a couple months for this process to happen. So it took a decent amount of time. But Yeah. I don't know. Is I that mean, kid just like making like posts and stuff in like the meantime? Oh, like I'm was sure. he like taking full advantage of it? Just goes to show you should never believe anything you read online. The student right. says, "Don't believe things." Sorry, keep going. Don't believe the segment. <laughs> don't even don't read. believe it. The student says that he didn't promote the account at all. He simply wanted to test Twitter's verification system rather than deceive the public. And uh, all right, I mean, he deceived some of the public. Our democracy's in peril. Um, uh, what else? Oh, quick. Uh, the will of the people. And speaking of crooks, Hank has uh, stolen a couple of candies from the local bodega. So we. Yeah, me and Hank went the, to. The ceremonial box. Hank took me on a tour of his favorite bodega today. <laughs> <laughs> His words, it's not very, yours. It, it is very fine. No, in his words, it's like, all right, we're going to stop at my favorite bodega. <laughs> no, in Hank's words, it would be like, oh, we're going to stop at the bodango. The bodango. Wait, oh, why are you opening it? we got to shake it first. <laughs> shake the box. Oh, no, I'm trying I'm, to get alternate shake. Um, oh, I can't peek. I got to I gotta stop. I, I really hope this is an open Above the head shake. We'll have to see. Can I do oh. the Can I do the dumpage? I saw the dump. I, I heard crickets. All right, I need actually. I need help. Oh, Nonsense. Yeah. Scotty dogs. Oh. Scotty dogs. Oh, the black liquor. Don't tell me that's black licorice. Oh, hundred years old. Oh no. Wait, this is aged oh, black no. licorice. Oh I hate black licorice with a burning, flaming passion. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right, guys, gather around. We're gonna talk about the Gimbal family. All right, founded in eight, not, 1898, the Gimbal family tradition of making licorice has been passed down for four generations, made with only the finest ingredients. Each licorice Scotty dog is crafted with real licorice root in pure anise. Is that how you say that shit? Yeah, anise. <laughs> Masterfully cooked in small kettles within the walls of their San Francisco family confectionery. <laughs> That's the confectionery. Holy shit. Wow, that's great. Wow, that's the, like the name of the segment. That's like... Uh, they said it. They said it. Uh, the, the delicate texture of these Scotties emanates with the true licorice flavor. Licorice Scotties are made for the real licorice lover. True licorice flavor for the licorice lover. What a goddamn waste it, of a generation making black licorice. So what... Uh, <laughs> all say, the wasted years. I say beam me up Scotty. <laughs> Yeah, so if you don't know, a Scotty is a type of dog. <laughs> if you live under a rock or something. Scotland, a Scotland if you didn't, dog. If you didn't hear us say the name of okay, the candy, they are not the individually Scotty wrapped, dogs. which is good. This is one of those earth-friendly earth candies. This is the first one that hasn't been pre-wrapped I want to see Fred's. I want to see Fred Zero on this. I. It's going to happen, probably. We'll see. Sometimes I can stomach it. Mm, it actually looks like a sky dog. Alright, so it's licorice. These are know. unbelievably sticky. <laughs> I can't even. I can't, it's like stuck on my teeth. Are you stuck the whole thing in my mouth? These are stickier than a Swedish fish. I can't eat. This. Honestly, the flavor. Uh, yeah, it's, it's almost impossible to eat. It's just as bad as I thought it was going to be. So, so, actually, the flavor is really boring. I'm somebody. Mm, 
who I, I like ouzo, you know, and that tastes just like this. What is ouzo? It's basically a licorice liqueur. It's mm. like a Greek licorice liqueur. I know exactly oh, what you're talking oh, about. Oh, is that the one that you also like eat the coffee bean with? Yeah, you it, you can be uh, it can be served that way. You know, I don't like that stuff. I, I'm in um, I'm in pain right now, but I'm gonna chew it through. Yeah, Fred, you're grimacing. I mean, honestly, to me, this just tastes mm. like kind of like root beer. I actually don't I think I like this. finish this. I like it a little bit. It's kind of good. You want to go take a little recess uh, to the trash can? I mean, it's not like terrible. I'm not like gonna like throw up or anything, but it's like the uh, taste is way too strong for like how much gets stuck in your mouth. Do toothpicks? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually about to go spit this in the trash. Yeah, there's um, I think there's toothpicks to the left of the uh, stove. Mm. Man, I was not expecting these to be as big of a like. <laughs> They're like just a pure it's, boom. It's, it's like a tongue numbling experience. Like it's very. It's like I drank a pitcher of oil. Yeah, I mean, I think anise is the um, that star-shaped like spice. Yep, it's kind of spicy and cinnamony, so I can definitely taste that. It's like totally making my mouth numb. And then at the same time, I just have black licorice jammed between my teeth. Like mm, it's still there. I have to get a toothpick. Uh, definitely want to take a look at these and just kind of rate how Scotty-like they are. Um, the Scotties have realistic fur, which is kind of cool. And they have like an eye. Like they're very high detail for what they are. Yeah, these are some fine shapes right here. Yeah, so if anything, like this family has mastered the art of shaping a disgusting candy like a dog. These Scotties are well bred. Um, I, w- I want to see them compete in some sort of uh, show. I want to see them jumping through hoops. I will say, you can definitely taste the anus. <laughs> anus, the anus. Taste the anus in true orifice style. Mission yeah. failed. We'll get him next time. All right. So. Yeah, pee pee poo poo ha ha feet guy. I'm. So this is like hard to give a rating to because like if you want licorice candy, like this it tastes just like licorice and it's like not a little bit of novelty. You got a little bit of little dog factor. Yeah, but this is the Alex. Little woof woof bark bark. This is the Alex review, not the everybody else review. I want to hear. Know, what, I, I want to hear what you think. Every like as a pr- okay so. In my personal opinion, it's, like, just way too much of that flavor. Yeah. Like, you would want something else to cut it with, but, like, I don't know what would go with it. Like, you know, it's served with a coffee bean. Like, maybe if there's, like, like a coffee element? Because that's, like, another strong taste that I don't think wouldn't... Like, uh, it wouldn't not complement it. <laughs> it kind of is like a root beer flavor, though, where it dominates every you other flavor. You have that, like, very rooty, earthy kind of strong flavor. Like, root yeah, beer, root beer root. has to be sprayed in a different hose than the rest of the sodas because it's so fucking strong. But uh, I do like that it's in the shape of dogs. Like, that's funny. And, like, the description's great. And it's in this very elegant package. Yeah, the package so, is great. So, like, as a product, and if you like licorice, I'm going to give this, like, a three and a half... But, like, my real personal score is, like, a one and a half. Okay. I mean, I don't think black licorice is appealing to most people. Like, yeah, most I feel people like black, I know hate black licorice. Black licorice appeals to, like, a very specific taste, like, palate. Mm-hmm. Kind of like dark chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say dark oh, coffee. Oh, yeah. Dark, dark coffee. I would say dark chocolate, like, dark roasted coffee and licorice all kind of, like, dominate the same space. What, mm. what, what would you kind of classify that, like, kind of mouthfeel as mm, the bitters yeah yeah it's uh it's very complicated so like bitter. i have to say like i'm a little bit disappointed with the <laughs> the taste um because as somebody who really hasn't you know done much before into the licorice i was like hmm 
like red licorice, you know, that's pretty good. It's not bad. So I'm like, you know, black licorice, like what is like, what is, what is going to be? I mean, you didn't, it's like, it's like, it's like dark chocolate. It's just like bitter. It's like, well, yeah, I'll say, uh, I don't really like licorice, but like, to me, this was generally unoffensive except for the texture. Like the fact that it was so sticky made it so much worse. I was expecting it to be kind of hard, like jerky. But yeah, I was expecting kind of like a Twizzlery kind <laughs> yeah. of like, or a Swedish fish like consistency, but no, it's like a gumdrop. Like it is yeah. really, really sticky. Like I don't know what they roll them in to like probably mineral oil or something to get them shiny and not sticky. But like, yeah, I nice. imagine you introduce the tiniest bit of heat to this thing. It just turns into mud. <laughs> do Twizzlers have black licorice? Yeah, they do make a black they Twizzler. Okay. I think it's pretty good, honestly, the black Twizzler, but this is not like that. This is just like. I'm going to give this a two. I wonder how this is, like... The shape is very novel, though. How do you think this business has been, like... What do you think their main market is? Because they've had... They've been going for, like, 100 years. (laughs) I think it's just British people. (laughs) Or, um, where is this from? Ireland or something? Scotland? Scotland. Yeah, Scottish people probably just love black licorice. Hmm. Very true. I've been sitting here conflicted. I think I have to give it a point five. You won't give I, it a zero? I can't give it a zero because it's it's a Scotty dog. It's so cute. <laughs> the adorable just, factor? So to you, the novelty factor, like, I know you did, you got most of it swallowed, right? I, all of it. Well, except the ones, parts that are still stuck in my teeth. But yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so if I liked licorice, it would be better. But I hate licorice, like I said, with a flaming burning passion. So it's going to be a point five. Because they actually put a lot of work into the shape of the Scotty Dog, like we said. Yeah. Yeah, these are very detailed. And models. the packaging is okay. Yeah. And it's not individually packaged inside no. inside the package. It is actually refreshing to see that they just put the candy in the bag. Yep. Put the candy in the, in the bag. bag. That's that's what I have to say to every candy manufacturer on earth. You guys want to clean our mouths out and maybe uh, come back after intermission? Yeah, I'm going to eat some soap. All right. I feel like I was very hydrated. Yeah. Thanks for the final thoughts, Hank. You're Gaylord, the pup is full of tricks. Watch. Back up, Gaylord. Atta boy. Now climb, Gaylord. Up, up. Now fetch your bowl. Got it. Good boy, Gaylord. Gaylord, he looks kind of crazy. Who kind of lazy? See what he'll do. Gaylord, when you pull his leash, he'll walkity, walkity, walk with you. Arr, arr. Gaylord comes with a bone of his own. He's a wonderful toy. He's ideal. So many different kinds. Some bark and wag their tail, each sold separately. And we're back to Crent Fresh. We're on to our next segment, 
Release the presses. Release the presses. Release the presses. Yes. It's familiar. It's familiar. I'm so familiar with the presses. Yeah. Here they come. It's you on clockwork. Sing it. It's like clockwork. They're going to come. They're like family. I'm starting to accept the presses. This is my arc, but I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, curious, yes. to, curious to see if the presses keep putting up a fight. Uh, no, the guards are back. kind of like at their wits end with the presses, honestly. I'm going to let this one play out. <laughs> this is the, the season finale of the presses. Uh, uh, back, but the next season starts next week or something. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, yep. Thank you, Harold Trumpets. That's very good. Uh, very good as always. <laughs> we love you, Harold. We yeah, never should, we should shout him out at the end of the episode more. Yeah, shout out to Harold's Trumpets. <laughs> shout out. I love Harold Trumpet. So this one comes to us from the PR Newswire, which is where I get all my fancy PR-related news. Puerto Rico. Uh, so this comes from what I think is a rooftop bar in New York City. Rooftop Rutabaga. So... As winter comes to a close, 235th, as in 230 space 5th, like a drink. Oh. Like bar. Yo, he's talking about getting fucked up. Yeah, it's all about getting fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, guys? Fellas. Drink to win. (laughs) So as the winter comes to a close, 235th is putting up a... As winter (laughs) comes... It's winter coming? New Game of Thrones dildo. You know know nothing. (laughs) Barb's dildo. As the winter comes to a close, 235th is putting a spin on its winter-themed igloo bar and introducing hot tubs to accommodate its already world-famous igloos. For $300, guests up to four per booking can reserve a heated igloo for 2.5 hours accompanied with a hot tub. The reservation includes two drinks per guest. You pay three hundred dollars, you only get two drinks. They must be good drinks. All right. So when they're investigating this flood, <laughs> <laughs> this rooftop bar has heated who, igloos. Who put the hot tub next to the igloos <laughs> on the rooftop? The igloo. Put this one inside the igloo. <laughs> the igloo architect is furious. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing about igloos. <laughs> the famed igloo bar will be launching the concept at the end of February and will be available seven days a week for bookings, Monday through Sunday, 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. Imagine calling up your friends and being like, "Hey, um, I don't know what you're doing on Monday night, but I, was... I reserved the uh, igloo hot tub <laughs> on, on Monday night. First date, hmm. igloo hot tub. You're not doing anything Monday night, right? Yeah. So customers, I was thinking about like, going on the top of a building and laying in a pile of lukewarm water. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe the water, like the hot tub, cools down like as the ice falls. Into it. It's just like uncomfortably cold water. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't actively heat it. They just bring a bunch of buckets of hot water and pour it in. You know, in like Avatar: The Last Airbender, when they're in the like library under the sand yep. and it starts collapsing on them, oh, is yeah. it like that where like the, the hot tub is inside the igloo? And he's like, "No, I'll stay." Because <laughs> <laughs> the igloo, like, can't, like everyone else is like running for cover. <laughs> no, <laughs> just depends on how long you want to soak. Yeah, that, that episode actually fucked me up. That owl's really creepy. That owl is nightmare fuel. Yeah, I mean, he's not that. He's actually kind of cool. That he's so creepy. Yeah. But yeah, so this uh, this igloo bar uh, sounds like a great idea. 
Uh, I'd love to see uh, more hot things combined with cold things. Uh, perhaps a hot chocolate with an ice in it. Maybe an oh, iced hot chocolate. A hot chocolate milk. We are Ooh. hot and we're cold. Yeah, yes, no. <laughs> in and out. Um, so guests have to bring their own swimsuits. And the, uh, the rooftop will offer specialty drinks, red robes, blankets, and infrared heaters. I want northern fish varieties in, the, in there with me. I want I want some old crusty men with a long fishing pole oh just rooting around in there. You know what'd be really funny <laughs> if we like I wonder if this bar has a dress code. Like I assume that most people could find a bathing suit. What you could do is you could hire a bunch of ugly people to sit in the hot tub and kind of just like fuck with the bar, you know? Make people want to go into the hot tub. Yeah. Well no, like, no they don't want to go into the hot tub. Well, I mean unless they're into gross guys. <laughs> <laughs> there's a gross ugly guy in the hot tub you guys want to book one right now <laughs> let's go let's go we gotta see go there's a down payment just or if I can literally just write like like crent man and it's like crent man. sounds like a great time just just us fellas in an igloo dude this is like this is like people who watch sounds advertisements great. like wet dream like you know every advertisement oh, you've God. ever seen where it's like a bunch of friends on a nice rooftop bar that's um, all this is. Everybody's laughing everybody's laughing everyone's playing Nintendo Switch just a lukewarm experience cold drinks do you guys, does that piss you off in advertising when they show people having fun on a rooftop? Because like, I've been on one rooftop ever, and I feel like I'm missing out. I don't know. I can imagine it's pretty uh, constricted. So, so the genre is rains. rooftop garden because it says New York's largest uh, outdoor rooftop garden. Yeah. So there's indoor rooftop gardens, but you can't have, is there an indoor rooftop? There's a but then there's something on top mid-top. of that, and then that's the rooftop. I, yeah, I think that's a palindrome. What's a, That's not the we right We broke word. the matrix. <laughs> Call the Wachowskis. I'm gonna see what their uh, their signature drink is. Um, doesn't look like it's telling me. Their anything. signature drink is lukewarm water. <laughs> <laughs> igloo juice. We gotta do something with this water. Oh, Bath water. They have a, igloo tub juice. <laughs> they have a raspberry mojito that looks. We'll give you a tub good. full of tub water. <laughs> I wish to bathe in the mojito. <laughs> That was weird. That was like a Bill Cosby mixed with like hedonism bot from. Yeah, Futurama. do they serve pudding pops? Wubba lubba dub dub. What's your new catchphrase? Uh, sink or swim. Call, call me Jim. Okay, Foncho. <laughs> yeah, so that's all we got for release the presses. Let's let's load them. Let's throw them back in the cage and uh, swallow the key. Compress the presses. <laughs> Compress the presses, put them in their box. Until the horn sounds Return again. Them put the to box the in another came. box. Yeah, and put that box inside of. But don't push it in your pocket. Wait, wait, no, no. no. We, we're against individual packaging. We yeah, can't. We don't can't put do that. that box in a box. Just no. put it in one box and then just write uh, presses on it. So we got one more segment, and uh, very happy with you uh, listeners. Very happy with all of you. You've done well this time. Yeah, you listen. Yes. You're good listeners. That's That's what's important. Yeah, we, we might let Live you out of your cage for, for an afternoon and feed you a treat. Finally, someone let me out of my cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got uh, new perspectives. Or the listener mail opens up to reveal to us the boundless knowledge of the human mind. So we got three submissions, guys. Ooh. Give me that knowledge. You've yeah. been quite submissive this week. <laughs> uh, so we got the first one from Five Lettered Lopez. This one comes from the Boston Globe, so we'll see if it loads. That's going to be an important... Uh, 
The Boston Globe will it load? Okay. <laughs> um, it looks like it uh, didn't. <laughs> so let's try again. We'll just we're just waiting Fuck for two. Uh, you know. Dry. Okay, I managed to find. <laughs> Drop it. a quick cool. loot on this. Yeah, so this story is called uh, Two Horses Freed After Being Trapped in Stalls by Pile of Manure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> woof, woof. They've two, been trapped. Two horses in Ludlow had to be dug out of their stalls after a huge pile of manure trapped them in, rising so high that it caused them to scrape their backs on the stable's rafters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This is some, like, incredible <laughs> negligence. <laughs> That was, that was very professional. Snuck up on me right there. That was, that was Uh Just for the... Uh, the that fr- was Boston. <laughs> for anyone who wants the uh, 4D listening experience, uh, Alex has tightened the strings on his hoodie. Uh, he looks a lot like uh, Kenneth from uh, South Park. Wow, did I pull that off that well? Yeah, well, I mean, Kenny doesn't talk. Rub, 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 rub. <laughs> I think I know what you said. Yeah, so on February 5th, two horses were found trapped in their stalls, unable to move, massive pile of manure, yada, yada, yada. Oh, God. Um, Society of Prevention 2. Society of... <laughs> Prevention of Manure. <laughs> The Massachusetts Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals said, after nearly two hours of digging, the MSPCA law enforcement and adoption personnel freed the horses. So, free the, release so the horses. <laughs> release the horses. They had to dig for two hours to, like, unseal the chamber. Sounds like a, a hoarding episode. Okay, this is TV like fucking fucked. The horses were just hoarding all their poop. <laughs> yeah, so this is a, it's kind, of a, kind of a sad story, but also so bizarre. Yeah. Um, oh, were there like toenails super long and everything? Oh yeah, they can't walk yeah, anymore. One yeah. of them is definitely gonna have to get put down. Um, but what is it? Yeah, Tia and Shakira are the names of the uh, horses. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, thanks to Five Letter Lopez for that uh, depressing article, <laughs> and uh, we appreciate the submission. We look forward to all your future submissions. And well, he is uh, our transportation correspondent, and I guess uh, horses, horses do. Yeah. Horses are very. Important. I would like to hear more about Protect the MBTA. Protect the horses. <laughs> Protect the horses. Prote- yeah. All of our remove fresh, the manure. All of our fresh shits towards uh, these horses. Yeah. In their time of need. These horses um, were condemned by fresh shit. So, no, nothing says fresh, fresh shit. Old shit. And then it became stale. They were condemned by stale. old shit. <laughs> but just when you thought, <laughs> all we said was... Finish your thoughts. <laughs> something that rhymes with bread. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was real good. No, I should uh, <laughs> cut this whole episode. No, I'm leaving that one in. <laughs> Ask Nicholson also sent us a uh, user submission this week. And this comes to us from Amazon.com. And he asked us to uh, give a little review of this, but... I think it's going to be hard. I am not really in the market for this, so I don't know if I'll be able to give it a real honest review. Okay. We can definitely read the reviews, though. That would be fun. So this is um, 72 pairs of crew socks for men and women wholesale. Oh. <laughs> and they show you, like, all the pairs of socks. This, that's almost $1 per sock. This looks just like a Warhol. Did yeah. you did you count the picture to make sure there were 72 socks in that picture? Well, you got to get your money's let's worth. Let's do a real quick count. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 times 6. This is what happens when you die in my 13 religion. times 6 is not 72. So, uh, oh, so I'm going to give that. It's not. I know it's not. But. Oh, yeah. Wait, that's oh, yeah, no. It's close, but it's not. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's the best <laughs> is like if you go to different colors, it shows like different patterns. 
It's kind of fun. It's like a little art thing. It's like mix and match. Like you have to play memory okay, with the Okay, that actually really looks like a world. Yeah. Do you open up the war chest and you find a bunch of socks? <laughs> I like how they don't pair the light colors together, so you, you just, you're forced to wear mismatched socks every day. That's exactly what that picture means. <laughs> um, so I want to read uh, some one-star reviews. This one comes from Alaska Mom. She says, poor quality, thin and small. Socks are very thin, too small. The heel gray portion doesn't even make it to the heel on a size 12 man foot. The man foot? How much cum oh, can I a woman wear? <laughs> That's the real question, right? <laughs> and what, I Le- bet that, is, that, is my, no that might be a target audience for this product. Like, a count this, <laughs> this high of socks. number one comment. <laughs> Someone wrote, this is not bulk price at all. <laughs> yeah, bulk price. I only want the bulkiest of the prices. Uh, someone wrote, problem with order. Ordered 72 pair. Only received 18 pair. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten That's too few half. pairs of socks and I can't get I'll read some five-star reviews. Uh, someone wrote, I was present. Uh, Susan Carver wrote, I was pleasantly surprised at the quality of the socks. I am very pleased with the price. This sounds like a totally legit review, right? They Not they like were, a robot that's no, reviewing no. things. They put a lot of thought and effort into that. It's actually been a while since we've been on Amazon. It's kind of strange. Yeah. The, the absence. It's nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think this is as, pretty much as far as we can go with this. It's very <laughs> Warholian. Very, I'm very... Uh, there was something very satisfying about their socks. Yeah. I, might, I might actually buy those. I'm playing hockey again. Like, and so I need long socks to put under my shin pads. A while ago, I threw out literally all my socks and like replaced them with just one type of sock <laughs> because I was like, I'm tired of matching socks. Yeah. But you know what? Over time, you just pick up more pairs. You know, things things happen. You end up matching socks again. Socks. Pe- people give you random socks for holidays. The sock haul holiday. <laughs> Alex is on his worst behavior right now. <laughs> 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 He's over there struggling. He's trying to hang himself with the strings on his on his. Sweatshirt. Easy now, boy. He's still Easy. sitting, though, so... He's under control. Oh, he's not going to say anything. He's just going to struggle in front of the microphone. <laughs> well, he can't. His, his air pipe's closed. And uh, here's the last one. This one comes from Laird from Twitter. So, thank you, Hi, Laird. Laird. I don't know how to pronounce your name. Laird? Laird. Laird. Thank you, Laird. Uh, this one is a uh, human-like... Oh, I had the volume on. This one is a human-like oh, change purse. Oh my god! Uh, shaped like a human mouth, and you put coins in it and shit. It only has bottom teeth. It looks strangely <laughs> like my face. <laughs> I love eating coins. <laughs> Give me a coin. They couldn't have given him like braces or oh, something. Those like teeth are so pretty uneven. A fairly lifelike finger. Yeah, it makes a stamp. Oh, it's a <laughs> oh perfect. <laughs> oh, with the flesh oh, cube. <laughs> You plug a flesh cube into the wall, it charges your flesh phone. Your flesh okay. phone with the flesh case. This is for meat enthusiasts. Yeah, this, is, is, like, this, this is a great grid. product. And the flesh board. It really gives you a natural way to interact with electronics and other uh, pieces of your life, you know? The flesh hammer? Oh my god. Yeah, so one guy makes them uh, very cool. So thank you, Laird. That's uh, very disturbing. There's like human teeth in those things. So I wonder uh, where they get the, uh, the teeth. Alex, you're not a ninja. Come on. <laughs> Alex, I'm gonna count to three, and when I get to three, you're gonna untie your hood. One. It, I think it takes them longer than three seconds to untie. Something. Two. <laughs> two and a half. 
Bubble, bubble, bubble. Two and five eighths. I'm pickle Kenny or some shit. Yeah. Well, I think on that note, we should uh, we should start uh, slowly <laughs> fading away into oblivion. So, uh, if you want to follow Crunt Fresh on YouTube, there's some great moments up there, like from episode seven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Way back when. Yeah, Alex owes you guys. I, so. I don't know. I feel like there's somebody behind me that you guys are looking at. Way in the back with their hands raised. Um, if you want to send us more listener mail, you can do that at currentfresh at gmail.com. Yep. Or uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. There's a currentfresh Twitter account now, and uh, there's also a Magnamorphous Twitter account if you guys want to follow the site and see what we're doing. Yep. Explore the whole. Come see the, the whole orifice. Come see the orifice. Yep. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Banana Hammock. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Goosebims. It's Foncho Huddy. Yes. At Vape. Duck. Yes, and also I want to say happy birthday to Fred, who uh, famously left his uh, own birthday party to be here tonight. So, thank <laughs> you, Fred. Priorities, he just turned man. Six you, years old. Priorities, Fred. If you have no idea how much Fred loves you, <laughs> the viewer, it's yeah. all for you. He and died for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, a uh, big thank you to Bulldata for the use of our theme song, Roadhouse Ruse, and Big Man Tyrone. You're the best. Also, Around. thank you, Harold Trumpet. Yeah, thank you, yeah, Harold, Harold Trumpet. Trumpet, for hooking us up. The big man, Harold Trumpet. Giving us that quick wonk wonk. Yeah. They're always there for us. And check out magnamorphous.org for more content. You guys got anything else left to plug? Or uh, you want me to start making noises? I just want to plug the fact that I was deathly sick. And uh, I can barely breathe right now. I can barely speak. Do you know what a plug yeah. is? Yeah, yes. we had to. <laughs> That's <laughs> not a plug. <laughs> plug up the hole. Yeah, just so you know, Fred's sick. We had to deep fake Fred for the entire episode. Actually, Fred didn't cough the whole episode, even though he was like hacking along earlier. I coughed in the intermission. Yeah, he's been saving up all his coughs. So, take us away, Fred. And that camera, that camera, that camera. This has been. We'll do it live. All right, Fred, okay, we're leaving. Fresh. Did something bad happen? Something oh bad. no. Dot org. The whole shebang.